I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'd like to take his his face off. Oh no, not the beard! A B C D E F G H I J K L. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. And welcome back to a very special episode of Cage Old Question, where we ask: Is Nicholas Cage the greatest actor alive? I'm Artoon, and this is my wife-to-be, Christina. Hello! And on this show, we watch the entire film catalog of Nicolas Cage in chronological order, working our way through 40 years of cinema. As a disclaimer, this is a personal podcast, not affiliated with any other third parties, and the opinions expressed herein are strictly our own. For today's episode, we are doing something very special, where we are doing a recap of the 80s uh, to see... Everything Nicolas Cage has done so far. Are you excited, Steve? I'm so excited, Artoon. You've been telling me all about this special episode, just nonstop, left and right, for weeks, pestering me, saying, special 80s episode. I think people are going to Special recap episode. I think we're going to have people special tuning in. People don't want to listen to all the movies. They don't want to listen to all the other movies, what but are they're they, like, oh, a quick episode quick, about quick, the quick, 80s. Quick so episode we're going to make this 80s. a nice quickie uh, for you and us. Just kind of going through. Now, where are we in the 80s? I'm going to give you like a brief history of what's going on in the Tell 80s. Tell me. I we wasn't start born off yet. the 80s. And this is a little US-centric, but it's Ronald Reagan. Also, become, please, please, please don't blame us. We weren't, neither of us were born in the 80s. We weren't oh, conscious. It's no. hard for, it's hard for, I, we're not trying to, no, we're to not saying offend the 80s anyone. We're not trying to say anything Shh, negative. You don't even know what I'm going to say. Just let me say it. Don't, okay, don't. Please, please, please. <laughs> Just wanted to say that I've heard other feedback about us talking about the 80s as if it's like the 1880s <laughs> <laughs> has been tough for people who were conscious in the 80s and are aware that it's not that long ago. So just sorry, we're born in the 90s. We're doing our best. Artoon, tell me about the 80s. I wasn't around. The 80s are the time period before the 90s. Right. Which is when we were born. Right. And honestly, it is ancient. So, oh. sorry. Not sorry about that. <laughs> nice. I'm glad Christina's You're always getting different strokes on this show. So. Okay. <laughs> so, we start off the 80s with Ronald Reagan becoming president, introducing oh. Reaganomics and Reagan. trickle-down economics, which God, was BS. This and this is honestly the reason we have billionaires today. Oh. Sandra Day O'Connor becomes the first woman in the Supreme Court Justice. A friend of my paternal grandmother. No way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wow. Exactly right. Well, yeah. I guess in some ways we were around during the 80s. You no. know, through the family tree. Okay. The first Mac computer, the first Macintosh is released. The Challenger explodes. Chernobyl detonates. Uh, and we end the decade with George H.W. becoming president. We have oh. the Exxon Valdez. The first one. This is the daddy. This is daddy George W. H.W. Mm. Mm. Uh, Exxon Valdez ruptured. The Berlin Wall falls. And the... Invention of the World Wide Web Server, also known as the Internet. Okay, and what year is that? 1989. Okay, because my mom was being like, 1994 was when Intel was building web pages. So she was, and I was like, I think the Internet was a little bit, but the yeah. Internet was invented in 1989. Nice. The biggest movies of the 80s from box office, unfortunately, oh. are none of the Nicolas Cage movies, but we have in this decade. E.T., Star Wars Episodes 5 and 6, uh, Indiana Jones movies, Michael Keaton's Batman, Back to the Future, and Top Gun are the top movies of the 80s. Nice. But we're not here to talk about 
Reaganomics. We're not here to talk about Top Gun and Star Wars. We're here to talk about Nicolas Cage. So true. And we are here to review all of the movies and one TV show that he did. He started this decade as Nicolas Coppola. He ends the decade as Nicolas Cage movie star. He is, well, he ends the decade as Nicolas Cage movie actor. Not movie star yet. But he's presenting at the Oscars. He is fully inducted into Hollywood. We have 14 different films. And we have gone through and separately without talking, me and Christina, ranked them from our top pick all the way down to our bottom. We haven't looked at these lists. And I think we're going to go through and just kind of give you what we think is the ranking of Nicolas Cage's 80s movies. Is that right? That's, that that's totally right. That's totally right. So this is, if you didn't watch him, if you did watch him, if you missed a couple, we'll tell you which are the stinkers and which are the shining stars. Yes. Especially now that we've seen it, seen a lot of them, yeah. we can kind of like, you know, re-Jenga our pieces to the construction that we like. Oh. You like that metaphor? Not particularly. Excellent. So... <laughs> I'll start. Well, I'll start, and yeah. then we'll switch off everyone of That's going great. who goes first. Take so, charge. All the way to the bottom at fourteen, I have ranked "Time to Kill." Yes, yes. Okay, we're Same. in agreement. Same. I would say nice. it is he absolute ends, stinkeroo. It's tough that he Nightmare. ends the eighties with his worst. The worst. So. Absolute worst. <laughs> okay. Absolute uh, bomb. It's. I'd say bad for a lot of reasons. Like a, a quick recap of it is like this is his first uh, foreign film in the sense that he goes and does it with an Italian director, and they shoot in Zimbabwe, and it's just a mess. It is... It's just, it's a, it's got a brutal rape that just quickly, as soon as, as soon as that's happening, you, you're like, oh! You lose faith in the movie very quickly. And it doesn't and get better from there. It does there, not so. get better from there. No worries. Uh, I'd say it's all the way to the bottom, bottom. Uh, at pick. a one star. And at a, skip it. Yes. 13. Best of times. I have the best of times as well. We are in agreement. This is the That's, TV show that yeah. Nicholas Coppola started the decade in. TV pilot. So calling TV it a pilot. film is unfair, oh, yes. but we do. So we do. deal with it. Uh, it is, I would say, not good pretty much throughout. Horrible. There, Here's what I could say you can do. You can watch simply one number on YouTube, which is a Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 car yeah. wash with Nicolas Cage in it. And if you YouTube that... You do catch a young, hot Nicolas Cage kind of like yeah. dancing around at a car wash, like yeah. singing 9 to 5. That's pretty fun. Available I'd say that's on the, YouTube, and YouTube, YouTube has the speed up feature, just like podcasts <laughs> where you can do 1.25 to listen to us, get through it, have fun. YouTube, you could also do a little fast, fast zoom through best of times if you're like, well, I really want to see what it's all about. Yeah. You'd say there's also, there's one redeemable scene in this where he is... On the beach on the beach talking about how to pick up women. Yeah, that's a good scene too. It's a great scene. Great, the rest great it, is a stretch. Great, great is, a stretch. is a stretch, but I'm trying to just find one redeeming quality in this. But it's, I would say, it's interesting that the, at the right at the bottom of the list, it's we easy. have the Those are ends. easy. Those are easy. Ends. Those are the easy, stinky, stinkeroos, stinkonies. At num- but yeah, it is the bookends. It's so, the bookends, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, first yeah, yeah. and the last. Right, right, right. Coming in at number 12 for me, I have Never on Tuesday. We're close. I that's that's near. That's next. But I put a rumblefish. So my rumblefish <laughs> at twelve. I really didn't wow. like it. <laughs> didn't care for it. Wow. Okay. So well, let's talk about the two. 
Never on together, t- yeah. Because my well, so then let's see what your eleven is. My eleven is boy in blue. Nice. So that's that's we've got similar order. So my ten is boy in blue. So I would say I thought Rumblefish was the worst. Then Never on Rumblefish Tuesday. Rumblefish is seven. And for then, me. well, but okay. So our bottom, <laughs> but our bottom of down there, Rumblefish, Never on Tuesday, Boy in Blue for yeah. me are down there. But you've got Never on Tuesday, Boy in Blue. Yeah. Or at least down there. Well, let's talk about Never on Tuesday, Boy in Blue, and we'll get into Rumblefish in a second. Sure. Never on Tuesday. You can watch on YouTube. You can watch on YouTube. Don't. And you can also skip it. You can also skip it. You, you can, can also, also jump around. His scene is only one minute, and yeah. you can watch just his scene. You should watch that on Twitter. On Twitter. You That's can watch it on YouTube around. as well. You can watch it on YouTube. Uh, it's interesting. It's certainly something, something, to, see. To, something see. to see. Way to spend 30 seconds. Way to spend 30 seconds. Uh, but it is. it does also feel wild that like this is included in the canon of these films in the sense that it's it's completely something else you know um boy in blue boy in blue another pitch for it's really difficult to watch so if you want to borrow our dvd yes uh, my parents are currently borrowing it and so just let me know and i'll be like should we have we what's their library so no one else has asked for the dvd (laughs) so we're not i don't i haven't given them i don't know that they've watched it either okay good 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 so they're they don't have any overdues no no there's no overdues okay until somebody gets on the wait list okay great great but the boy we don't run it the way like a regular library i guess maybe in a sense the boy in blues is actual first foreign film in the sense that he goes to canada to shoot this nice well said yes um (laughs) the film itself not good is not good, but it at the very least, as opposed to some of these other films, tells a cohesive enough story with Nicolas Cage being at the center of it, and he looks great. A lot of good rowing scenes. Uh, Christopher Plummer's like a pretty good evil guy in this, I would say as well. And there's some there's some solid like crew action. Like I would say, if you're Let's say you rode crew. No, in no, you're not gonna. It's gonna drive you crazy. You might, it's gonna drive you crazy. You you're gonna be like, "What are they even doing? This is not like I can visibly see. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Don't even really. There's, you're you're making you're 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 acting up. I'm not acting. <laughs> for me, Boy in Blue is still a one and a half star. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm trying to find. Oh, totally. Like. You know what they're what the redeemable aspect. I think it's. Are. I think what's happening is I'm like these are my bottom tiers. I'm like let's just say these stink and move on. You're like you're like ah <laughs> this get, flavored wine. I'm, I, I had some oak and I'm like spit ele- it in the spit bucket. Move on. <laughs> what's next? But I but I but I also take take all you the time for all you wish to say. Thank you. But that's Thank when you. you keep checking in with me and I'm giving you sort of like one eye is rolling <laughs> off to the side and one's staring at you dead on. It's because I'm like why are we talking about these? But but for sure. Thank you. So, uh, so I have Rumblefish at seven. You have it at twelve, below Never on Tuesday, which is shocking to me. I didn't like it. Why did what? What about it? Did you? I guess I it's also. Not even you not know what it, it was? Seems like a dislike. Yeah. yeah, didn't like it. I don't like black and white. Um, mm. I don't. I like I said, bad sound mixing is a nightmare for me. Um, and I just feel, you know, it's so funny. I hated Never on Tuesday so much. And I hated Boy Blue so much when I was watching them. But when I was reflecting on it, I was like, I actually feel kind of affectionate towards them. Like, I have an affection for them more so than for Rumblefish. So it was easy for me to wow. scrunk that down to the bottom of my list. Well, Rumblefish is the first collaboration between Uncle Francis Ford Coppola mm-hmm. and young Nicolas Cage. 
who Francis Ford Coppola. His name, Ford, is literally taken from the car company Ford, and not because he is like a descendant of that line. He was like, nice name? No, his parents were, his parents, oh shoot, now I don't even remember all the details, but it's something like they worked on a show that was sponsored by Ford, so it was called like the Ford Talk Show or the Ford Hour or oh something like that, uh-huh. and they, they, they got their like start through that. So wow. then they took the name Ford. Francis Ford Coppola is a reference to like, but I feel, I'm like, read, read Age of Cage by Keith Phipps um, and you'll get the full scoop there. Yeah. Just I, see how confident Christina sounds about it and you'll, <laughs> you'll want to jump in and sorry. read that too. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> It's a great book. I would also recommend reading book. The Age of Cage. It's fantastic. It kind of goes through everything. Um, I'd say in like similar detail to We Go Through. It's really good. Artoon read it. For, it's from, uh, once again, we'll say a gift from our lovely first first guest and dear friend, Teddy Steinkellner. Um, uh, other notes from the book that it feels like we're talking about now. I'm just sure, go, yeah, it up. go for it's it. It's very organic, very natural. But uh, <laughs> things that, Artoon read it first. And then I read it. You are tuned. Yes, I'm looking at me. you right now. Yep. Um, and as I was reading it, there were things that I was like, how could he not bring this up? Tell me it. So the <laughs> things, the things, some of the things that I was like, how could you not bring me up, uh, bring this up to me and tell me about it um, are one that he's talked about, like revenge fueling his ambition mm-hmm. that he said specifically, like getting a little bit bullied or teased, like helped fuel him with a sense of like, I want success so that I can get yeah. So like I can really show them, and that appears as a theme mm-hmm. throughout his body of work. So. Yes, and we we actually we got into that a little bit in the Fast Times episode, uh, and why he changed his name. Like part all of we that. We got kind of into, into that. yeah. Th- no, I I don't I I actually I actually <laughs> don't agree. I don't think that's I don't think that's what I'm talking about here. Okay, great. Book talks about how he took a proficiency exam to uh, finish out high school. Mm-hmm. I think that's fascinating to think of Nicolas Cage, uh, like 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 a mythological figure of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Didn't even graduate high school. Yeah, I think is really a beautiful, important thing to remember because I think in 2022 it's very easy to be an elitist yeah. and to like default assume everybody's gone to whatever and like holly hunter's like rooming with francis and norman at yale you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. like like he didn't even graduate high school profession i don't know something i then like that's so interesting another thing um his first tattoo yes. which i've mentioned is on his back big back tattoo lizard wearing a top hat when i brought it up mentioning that some things I had read said he was like, oh, transitioning to manhood, blah blah You smiled and nodded at me. As I'm reading the book, I'm freaking out because it says that apparently he told Rolling Stone's Debbie Bull, told Rolling Stone, he felt his soul was leaking out of his body and he hoped to burn it back in. That's amazing. It's incredible. That's an it's incredible. incredible reason to get a tattoo. Yeah. His first tattoo, right? His first tattoo. Yeah. His first, the lizard wearing a top hat is, is, to, is to ink his soul back into his body. Can I get a lizard body. with a top hat? No, it's not me. Yeah, that's But not I think there's something of... similar to that. Right. Wow, it's the funny. Lizard your... with a top hat and lizard with a cigar, which is a 
which is he gives a cigar to a little iguana. Well, he gives a cigarette. He gives a a cigarette to a chameleon. Oh, yeah, cigarette to a chameleon. Feels in that same universe. Definitely. Definitely does. Well, let's use that to transition back into the movies. Uh, Just in case you were wondering what Rumblefish is about, uh, it was directed by Francis Ford Coppola, and it's his second adaptation of an S.E. Hinton novel uh, right after The Outsiders. It's just about, like, a bunch of boys and gangs. Um, And Nicolas Cage is not a leading uh, man in this. He's kind of one of the gang members. So then at 10 for me, I have Racing with the Moon, which is... Is that what's that for you? I'm very close. Ten was my boy in blue. Racing with the moon, the moon is my is nine. nine. Yes, Racing with the Moon is a perfectly nice and fine movie. I if think, I didn't have Rumblefish thrown in, I think we would be yes, on, I think we'd be on on, on par. Mm-hmm. Racing with the Moon, very little knocks against it, but there's also very little that like I'd say pushes it to the next level. For me, it was it was where i landed it on the end was like there were a couple like so like super memorable scenes mm-hmm. um i would watch i think i said i would watch a montage of this movie but as a whole it's not a good movie as a whole it's yeah. too long dragging like not around the butt but like some scenes are so good it's so good and i mean there's it's and nicholas because... cage isn't very good in it at all uh, he's he's fine in my in opinion. It. I he's think not I mean it. Sean is a Sean Penn, right? Sean yeah, Penn yeah. blows him out of the water in that movie because um, he's really given like a yeah. a good performance. But it's also now anytime we see a movie where people are running next to a train, we do look at each other and yeah. say racing with the movie, yeah. which is funny. It's like there's like very specific things about this movie that are nice, uh, but it's just at like a two point five for me, right? Yeah, um, like right right in the middle. My number nine, maybe your number eight, or we'll see, is Cotton Club. No, Cotton Club is my number two. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, well, well then let's save that. Let's save that for now. Let's okay, save that thanks. for now. My number eight is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. We've linked up. My okay, number great. eight is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. This was a hard one for me to kind of rank in here because part of me is trying to rank my Nicolas Cage like performances in movies, and he's such a small part of it. Um, which again, I like when I graded him on this, I gave him a check plus. I said he, he does great, but he's in it for so little. He's in it for less than I am in Ghostbusters Afterlife. But it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. Um, you know, lots going on. Yeah. It's, I put them, I put Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Racing with the Moon are neck and neck for me because they're both like montage movies where mm-hmm. there's some scenes that are so amazing, mm-hmm. but they're not good movies. No. They're not. Yeah. Fast Time is, I would rank as a good movie. I go no. all the way up to a 3.5 on no. Fast Time. But we are moving into the, like now I would say we've entered good movies as opposed yes. to the stinky, stinky <laughs> skid marks of the past. <laughs> the 80s. I'd say like, yes. As we go into our next set of movies, I'd say these are the movies if you've been like, I can't watch every movie with Artoon and Christina. We'd say maybe these are the top six to five yeah. to watch. Yeah. Um, to seven to eight. Seven to eight. Now, so seven for me is Rumblefish. Mm. Um, but then going up at six, I have Peggy Sue Got Married. Wow. Where's Valley Girl for you? Oh, you'll see. Well, it's at five. Five. Yeah. That's pretty high. It's Valley pretty Girl high. is my number seven and then Peggy Sue is six. Okay, great. Wow. Peggy Sue, let's talk oh, about those together. Yeah, and I'll say for Valley Girl, that was one of the ones where he's got, he comes up on the beach and his hair is, 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 a, in a, is a, triangle. <laughs> a triangle. A triangle. It's a triangle. Yeah. 
I don't know why you're smiling at me because when we first talked about it, you were like, that's natural. the way, that's natural. natural. You were that's like, so that's wrong. the way it grows in that's in so puberty. Wrong. And I, and I was like disbelieving, but I also like took your word for it. I was like, I am not a boy who went through puberty. He would know. I and did have a V. I did have a triangle. Growing up. I, I, I don't know why you're screaming at me. You should be doing nothing but apologizing to me because you previously were like, no way, and read about it in the book. It's Cheshire shaved into a V. Everybody else is like, wow, that shaved. We noticed that shaved. And you, you yeah, I will. I'll I, defeat you. Yes. I will defeat you. I will defeat you. I'll crush you. I would love to talk about these two together. All right. Um, Let's talk about Valley Girl first. Okay. I love Valley Girl. I All like right. still think about it. I think this is Nicholas Coppola turning into Nicholas Cage. He, after his experience on Fast Times, as we know, he wanted to kind of get away from it. And he was cast on his own merit. I mean, I don't know how much of that, like how much help he got from being Hollywood royalty to like well, even you've get into the said, room. Well, you've said... Valley Girl is the one where he was picked from the headshot reject yes. pile. Yes. They didn't recognize he was Nick Coppola because yes. he was going by Nick Cage. Yes. But we, you, I think... I'm, I'm saying how I'm does Headshot even it. get into the reject pile to begin with is he probably had good reps or people getting oh, him good into reps. those... Re- but yes. also I think it's fair to say like some... It's possible like along the way... Somebody yeah. was like, oh, yeah, and he's the Coppola kid. Yes, yes. Factor. But we don't know that. We don't know that for and sure. And the myth, the myth the is myth, that. The myth stands. And yeah. he's great in it. I think it's just a great rom-com. Um, it's him and Deborah Foreman. Uh, I think it's just fantastic. I think Martha Coolidge does a great job with it. I think it's a very good movie. Nice. I watched that. If, like, I saw that, that that was playing at a local theater... Uh, that was not like an hour drive away. I would easily go 15 minutes to see it in theaters. Whoa. I hate movies. I don't like seeing them in theaters. So that's not how I feel. But I'm like, I'm like, if that's your thing, yeah. Listen to art and... Peggy Sue Got Married uh-huh. is our third collaboration between Cage and Coppola. And this is where he goes, I guess, the most against his uncle. He goes against all of his wishes. And for that, you... You really don't like that. It's not because he went against his uncle's wishes. His uncle was like, "Go for it, dude." His <laughs> uncle was also like, "Like I love the way the way he's talked about it in retrospect was like, like yes, he was rebelling against all this stuff, mm-hmm. but that his uncle was saying like, love it, make bold choices, like all g- gamble with your whole gamble with everything you have." That's true. I think yeah. so. So it, it's like. Yeah, who knows? I'm like, I'm like, Valley Girl and Peggy Sue got married, lived together for me again, sort of interchangeable. Where I like his performance much better in Valley Girl. I mm-hmm. think he gives an amazing rom com mm-hmm. performance, mm-hmm. but as a whole, it's not a very interesting mm-hmm. story to me or an interesting rom com. Versus Peggy Sue got married is a is a very interesting as a whole rom com story, but I hate his performance and mm-hmm. it really. Really tanks. tanks I mean, Kathleen me. Turner is fantastic in Peggy Sue Got Married. It's, it's such a fun movie. Yeah. Um, but we talked about this at the time, and it makes sense. There's Peggy Sue Got Married, and there's also Back to the Future come out in the same decade. Yeah. And Back to the Future is on that big list of the big budget, and the, I would pick <laughs> Back to the Future. It's such a good movie. Yeah. Okay, so for me at this point, I'm at num- my number four. Oh, what was your five? My five was 
Valley Girl. Six, Peggy Sue, five, Valley Girl. At number four, I have Birdie. Wow. Birdie (laughs) is my number one. It sounds like it sounds like now we could go down through we could go down through so so hit me up from the bottom. Your your my bottom is time to kill. Best of times. Mm-hmm. We were linked up. Then I throw in Rumblefish. I have never on before Tuesday. Before we get back into linked up for never on Tuesday. Then Boy in Blue. Blue. We have I have Racing with the Moon, Fast Times together. I have uh, Boy in Blue, Racing with the Moon. Then I have Cotton Club sneaking in dang, at nine. Dang, dang, dang. Fast Times at eight. Okay. Then we link up again for Valley Girl, Peggy Sue. Well, or I no? have Rumblefish at seven. Rumblefish lives around there for you. And then I have Peggy Sue, Valley Girl. Peggy Sue, got Valley Girl. Then... So from five down, my my top five down. Yeah. I'm going to get this. Vampire's Kiss at five. Okay. Moonstruck at four. Okay. Three, Raising Arizona. Wow. Two, Cotton Club. Number one, one Birdie. Birdie, Birdie is my number one movie. Well, let Birdie me go. Birdie is my number one Incredible. Movie. Let me okay, give you my five. top five going down. At five, I have Valley Girl. At four, I have Birdie. At three, I have Vampire's Kiss. Two, I have Moonstruck. And my number one movie of the 80s is Raising, Raising Arizona. Arizona. Of course. So let's talk about briefly, uh, it sounds like our, f- let's talk about Cotton Club, Birdie, Vampire's Kiss. Don't Kiss. boss me around. We're going to just talk about our top five together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. But we could talk about it quickly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. Um, Birdie, I freaking love. And Birdie, I was giving so much guff for like, he goes and does Boy in Blue after to like do crewing and like, like decompress from being so vulnerable and so raw and naturalistic. And I was like, well, take a chill pill, buddy. But in the book, it goes into detail about how his mother, Nicolas Cage's mother, was institutionalized repeatedly in a mental asylum wow. for for really severe mental illness that would be exacerbated. Um, I I don't know like the details of it and stuff, but but the idea of like he would go and visit her in the institution oh as a God. child, and that that was a very vivid experience for him of like walking down the long halls and that there is a repeated theme throughout his body of work of like being afraid that you have a disease and having it be exacerbated which is how mental illness can feel especially inherited like mental illness is hereditary so a lot of times you're like wondering like is this going to happen to me if so when am i already feeling it is Mm -hmm. it gonna get worse am i making it worse Mm -hmm. um so I'm just like, I mean, I freaking loved Birdie already. Now I also love it and have like this like deep emotional context for it. And I also feel more sympathetic towards why he was like, I'm going to do a movie that really I just throw myself into the exercising aspect. Like yeah. I, mean, I need those endorphins. I need to focus on just like doing my physical tool rather than living in my head and my emotions yeah. and my heart and my psyche anymore. I'm like. Wow, that's cool. Makes sense. It's interesting. Birdie's film. amazing. It's Birdie's really emotional. So good. Full of pigeons. Full These of boys pigeons. are grabbing pigeons. It's, it's great. so good. Alan Parker's Birdie, also starring Matthew Modine, is a fantastic film. We would highly recommend you watch it. Um, I'd say the other three big ones are Vampire's Kiss, Moonstruck, and Raising Arizona, um, and the, which is like the 1987-1988 like trifecta of movies for me. Like those three live together that's like a triangle for me and do you want to briefly talk about cotton club before we get past it all right my number two movie is cotton club um i think my revised note on this was that this was young nick cage and 
I was annoyed that he was doing method acting and trashing his trailer and mm-hmm. stuff. But he talks about that he was supposed to be there for three weeks and then it turned into a six month shoot and he was acting up and that he also said, um, I had to learn I didn't have to do it. I had to do it to learn I didn't have mm-hmm. to do it, which I think is like your early 20s, early movies. Um, but it's a cool the, definitely the 2019 re-release is the yes. cut that I love. Yes, I'm not standing cut. by the original cut, but the encore cut with Gregory Hines. Oh, and who we we met um, a choreographer recently yes. who has who had literally worked with Gregory and, Hines and then uh, on tour. Said to said him. Gregory Hines was amazing. Was like had no ego. Was like a very loving person. Was mm-hmm. when they were on on the like dance set. I don't know what you call it in the world of dance and stuff. <laughs> but like he hadn't wasn't really. Eager eating and Gregory Hines was like was like honey you need to eat it's yeah. free like uh, <laughs> yeah a hundred percent and he, stuff like that he was really also nice. Nicolas Cage for like being trashing his trail and all that stuff he was 20 years old so he's still like yeah he's a kid he's a kid he's a child and, and I'm glad that he had those lessons early with and like yeah. saying saying those things yeah and that's where he came out of it and then my number three is Raising Arizona, which is, which is my your number, number one. one. And I was going to, my revision on that was actually to publicly apologize and say, you're totally right. He is cartoonish. It's cartoonish. It's, I, I was like resisting you because I was like, <laughs> ah, I was in a mood, but it's, it's totally cartoonish. I think, I think my problem was I felt like you were saying like, it's cartoonish because of Nicolas Cage. And I was like, it's a cartoonish movie mm-hmm. because the Coen brothers yes. like wanted to be cartoonish. But you were also just saying Nicolas Cage is cartoonish, and that yes. I totally agree with. I Thank was telling you. you no in the moment. Oh, Sorry. It feels good to get a little, yeah, get a little, a little vindication. You, you, were, you were right. Yeah, absolutely. Vindication. That girl was acting up, talking crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> I love Raising Arizona. I the people love it. If you haven't seen it, again, you should see it. Again and There's again, it's just so good. Really and good. It's, it's also something about like certain color schemes just pop for me, and like yeah. It just feels like I'm like, this is like a good color scheme to have. It's like, it's yeah. nice to look at. Yeah. Um, Vampire's Kiss has another great color scheme. Vampire's Kiss has another great color but scheme. But it's really tough. It's not, not, you should watch it. You should watch it. But I would say read Zach Schoenfeld's article about the secret history of uh, Vampire's Kiss before you watch it. Because that makes it way more enjoyable. For me, mm. I'm telling you, if you, if you want to enjoy this movie... Um, me and my mom both like had a better time with the film having read the article. Would you recommend reading it beforehand? Yes, with that's spoilers? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Okay. I see. Yes. And then watch it because otherwise, if you watch it, you you can might just feel like sick and grossed out and scared and confused and Fair. like not really like I, it. Enjoy it if you want to take it for what it is. You can do that. And but I I'm enjoyed just it saying. taking it what it what, as what it was. I think. But you also like love Nicolas Cage. And yes, you love, you love acting Cage and you like love me, all this weird and stuff love and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I like to go a little crazy. I think you will have a great time with it. And my retraction on this one was that I was talking a lot of trash in our Vampire's Kiss <laughs> episode about how $40,000 is like, oh my God, he did it for like no money, like barely any money. <laughs> um, and and I was thinking about it in terms of like $40,000 in today's money is about $100,000. $100,000 to get Nicolas Cage to be the star of your movie is like, is like, like you would pay $100,000 for some, some, buddy to be on one episode of television so yeah. i was like i was doing the figures of like that's so little mm-hmm. but my beloved mother uh called me out and did different math or different research uh to point out to me that forty thousand dollars in the 80s um when the 
average annual salary is $35,000 and Nicolas Cage is like 20, 21 making 40k off like a like a film. He's 24. He's in his early 20s. Early 20s. He's making over a year's worth of salary doing one film mm-hmm. like ambling around like he's not doing it for charity he's not so, doing it for charity so, getting, so thank you paid. to my mom for just sort of checking me yes. he's not he's not doing it for nothing but, yes um that's my number five vampire's kisses your and number that's my three. number three and then moonstruck is my moonstruck, number two baby my and number four your number four what a fantastic movie i feel like this is also the movie i've talked to people most about in the sense it's probably i'd say of Everything we've done, maybe other than Raising Arizona, it's probably the most popular movie of, of this era um, that he starred in. And pretty much everyone seems to have a soft spot for it. Like, yeah, it's so Moms crazy. and grandmas. It's, whenever I talk to anyone, they're like, that's my mom's favorite movie. Yes. That, like, moms love this movie. It's so good. It, it, it truly, as soon as that first, like, shot of New York hits... You get when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza mm-hmm. pie. That's amore. You're just you're setting yourself up for a good time. I here's my retraction. I think when I rated this movie, I maybe gave it a four. I'm bumping that up to a full five. My two fives for the decade are Raising Arizona and Moonstruck are my five star movies. Mm. Um, and it's it's just fantastic. It's so good. It has probably the most quotable line of the entire. Uh, candle we've done so far with johnny has his hand johnny has his bride i lost my hand i lost my bride <laughs> it's in the opposite it's order though so sorry, sorry. Yeah. nobody yeah, was yeah, gonna yeah, make yeah, you do yeah. the full thing in the room but, oh, but, uh, well, but yeah and that's and that's that's uh, moonstruck moonstruck uh uh is just another good context for nicholas cage his own zeitgeist and also like how it's getting woven into the cultural zeitgeist of like of like women and the popular audience loves this movie. Nicolas Cage is 21 years old and he's like, I don't, I wouldn't pay to see this movie. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand why there's a happy ending with a family. And he's like, I didn't want to do this, but my agents made me do it. So like, crazy. I don't, I don't get this movie. Yeah. Um, and that the share and the director was like, he is the most tormented person. He's the person most tormented soul we've ever, I've met. ever met. So he's, he's starting, he's starting kicking off his career. Um, with revenge is fueling his ambition through getting back at having ever felt slighted or small yes. in high school. That's and how I feel too. Yeah, that's how you yeah. feel. That's how Me you and feel. Cage. Yeah, I think you're both sort of. Everyone's like, "What's this kid's problem?" And he's like, "Ah, yeah. you'll ruin the day." Yeah. Um, and then we're ending it. Uh, he's still pretty tormented. Like, I, yeah. he's probably he's lightening up a little bit, but like, you're getting this consistent like. He's a tormented soul. That tormented soul's trying to leak out of his body, so he's tattooing it back in, and yeah. like, um, and we will be kicking off the '90s next week. Uh, and this is we're gonna watch Nicolas Cage go from a movie actor to a full blown like action movie star, uh, yeah. to one of the biggest action stars in Hollywood by the end of the '90s, which is gonna be a fun. Uh, fun time. So make sure you you follow along, Christina. Yeah. We have been told our 10, 10, 10 out of ten cages rating is a little contentious in that we're confusing, not explicitly confusing. confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
why don't you yeah. break down for us so what we're moving moving forward the way that we were consistently going to do it um is that we'll do it my mom suggested this i love my mother i talk about her all the time <laughs> um is uh to do it like gymnastics scoring where out of 10 points five points are for technical and five points are for creative um and uh that's how it's gonna work yes yeah excellent so now you know how we feel about 80s cage and we would love to hear from you listener you can find us on twitter and instagram at cage old question and you can send any emails to cage old question pod at gmail.com you could send your ratings of the movies which ones you've watched if you watched We'd any love to hear. which ones you'll never watch yeah um I, I love it love it love DM it us on Twitter. Do dm us on dm instagram. us on instagram we'll any, whatever you yeah. want whatever you want um, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast. Feel free to throw a five-star review our way. For our next episode, we're kicking off the 1990s with the David Lynch film Wild at Heart. We hope you'll watch with us and listen in. Signing off, this is Christina. And our two Nazareth. Asking you the, the cage-old question. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'd like to take his, his face... Oh. oh, not on the beat! A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny.